Mood with Kim G.C. Moody Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Moody. I'm a Canadian tax expert who has over 30 years of experience at a specialist level dealing with Canada-U.S. tax matters for the private client. For those of you who know me, I love the study of leadership. I'm passionate about entrepreneurship and how tax and economic policy impacts Canadian entrepreneurs, executives, and average Canadians. This podcast will discuss topics relating to taxation, taxation policy, leadership, economics, and the odd political comment as it relates to the previous topics, all in a lighthearted and playful style. Strap in and come along for the ride. Good day. My name is Kim Moody, and I'm your host with In the Mood with Kim G.C. Moody. And today, I'd like to talk to you about subsidy grants that were given to Volkswagen and Stellantis to build manufacturing plants in Ontario to produce electric batteries, or sorry, batteries for electric vehicles. And this story, in my view, has not got the press coverage uh, that, in my view, it should. Uh, and there's a tax angle to this. So, so I'm going to spend you know, probably 15, 20 minutes just talking to you about this story, which, in my view, needs to be highlighted a lot more. But before I do, let me just tell you a little story. I'm going to paint a, a fairy tale here. And so let's pretend that you see a newspaper ad for government grants. And the government of Canada is offering people $10,000 if you simply agree to be a nice person. And so <laughs> you look at that and you say, wow, that's it, I just have to be a nice person. And so you make the application and voila, uh, you're, you're approved. And all of a sudden the $10,000 appears electronically in your bank account. I mean, wow, it's, it's, that easy apparently you just have to be a nice person make an application and boom you get the money and so you know from a tax perspective in that situation is that ten thousand dollars that you received is that taxable well the short answer is likely it is and for the tax geeks listening you know uh, uh, to this podcast it's likely paragraph 121x of the income tax act and which captures grants and, and uh, uh, refunds and, and things like that into taxable income. And so more than likely, like I said, it's taxable. And let's just pretend that your marginal tax rate, your personal tax rate is 35%. So you're gonna pay $3,500 in tax on that $10,000. You're gonna be left over with $6,500 uh, know, tax-free. Uh, well, no, sorry, tax paid is what I meant to say. And so not a bad deal just simply for applying to be a nice person and boom, you, you, know, you get the money in your account. But let's say, let's just take the story a little bit further here. Let's say that in the fine print of that application that you glossed over, it says that the government of Canada would change the tax laws to make that amount not taxable to you. And, and so... Uh, you find that out after you get the $10,000 um, because you just didn't know. Uh, well, wouldn't that be uh, kind of sweet? And, and so the government of Canada goes ahead and changes the laws to make it specifically not taxable to you uh, and just you. 
and anybody else, it's taxable. <laughs> That's a pretty sweet deal, and, and wow, I mean, I'm not sure why they do that. You know, the government of Canada must really like you, but they certainly have that power to do that, and in this story, they did that. And so now you have $10,000 after tax, free. And nothing in this life is free, of course, but it's free to you. So if you understand that simple fairy tale, then you'll understand the subsidy grant story of Volkswagen and Stellantis. So let's bring this fairy tale to, to reality here. Um, so in 2023, in the summer and fall of 2023, the government of Canada announced uh, that they were going to hand out subsidies to Volkswagen and Stellantis to the tune of about $30 billion. A little more than that, but let's just round it down to $30 billion. That's a staggering number. And when I found out about that, you know, like many Canadians, uh, again, it didn't get the press coverage, you know, widely. It, it was certainly uh, covered, but, um, you know, it... it it wasn't given the press, in my view, that it should. But in any event, um, $30 billion was handed out to VW and to Stellantis to build some manufacturing plants to produce batteries for electric vehicles. And so later that year, you know, besides the shock of the staggering amounts of money, later that year, the Parliamentary Budget Officer, or PBO for short, was asked to produce a report on what the cost of those subsidies would be to Canadians. Now, when I first read that report, which was published on November 17, 2023, there is a footnote uh, in, that, in that report that stated that it was the PBO's understanding that the subsidies would be on a tax-neutral basis which in plain English means that it would be without tax to VW and Stellantis. Now, when I first read that, I missed that. I did not read that footnote. And shame on me, because I should have, and I usually am uh, a detailed reader, but I missed that. And then, frankly, I think a lot of people miss that. So I think <laughs> I won't beat myself up too hard, because I think I'm in pretty good company. But it did say that. And so fast forward to early part of February 2024 and we have you know a couple of news organizations but uh, you know Wall Street Journal and then the scrappy little news organization called Black Locks Reporter that shone some light on this issue um, because the government of Canada published in the Canada Gazette changes to the regulations of the Income Tax Act to make those specific grants to VW and Stellantis without tax. So when I read that Black Locks uh, piece, I quickly went to the Canada Gazette, took a look, and yep, sure enough, there it is. And I thought, hmm, okay, they, they, how are they able to do this without actually producing a bill and going to Parliament? Because normally any tax law changes need to, need to be uh, in the form of a bill approved by Parliament. But there's many exceptions to that, and the most obvious exception is when the existing provisions of the Income Tax Act allow for certain prescribed things or prescribed amounts to happen 
those prescriptions or those prescribed amounts are, are set out in the regulations to the Income Tax Act. And those regulations can often be made by an order in council or by you know, simply changes that are approved by the minister, in this case, the Minister of Finance. Uh, and that's exactly what happened here. The Minister of Finance um, approved a change to the regulations, which paragraph 121X of the Income Tax Act uh, allowed for prescribed amounts to be uh, detailed and so uh, to be accepted from the taxation of 121X. And so that's what they did. They, they changed the regulations to allow for the grants or the subsidies granted to VW and Stellantis to be without tax under 121X of the, of the Income Tax Act. You know, very sneaky, certainly within the boundaries of law for sure, but sneaky in the, in, the, in the sense that it's not as transparent as normal income tax law changes uh, are done, of course. But, you know, did it get the press, uh, widespread press, um, other than through Black Locks Reporter, which again is a scrappy little outfit that I really love, and I'd certainly encourage you to, uh, you know, to look them up and, and get a subscription. It's certainly worth the cost uh, because they are very detailed in what happens with, and very aggressive in terms of um, looking for changes and looking for new things. So, you know, would many tax practitioners have known about this uh, change? Well, eventually, for sure, uh, because most practitioners will take a look at the Canada Gazette and see the changes. But a lot of media organizations just simply don't do that. And uh, shame on me for, for not noticing it on the first time that these subsidies were supposed to be without tax. And uh, so, so, so what is all this foregone tax revenue gonna cost Canadians? I mean, it's bad enough that we have 30 billion plus of subsidies being handed out, but what is that foregone tax revenue? Well, uh, that in and of itself is a bit of a story the normal federal corporate rate is 15%, but in 2021, the government announced that for green manufacturers, and I'm oversimplifying here, but for green manufacturers, if they have any profits on the sales of their, of their manufacturing uh, outputs, that the normal federal corporate tax rate would be cut in half to 7.5%. Now, most of the provinces, as I, as I understand, did not follow suit with that 2021 budget proposal. Um, and so when you factor in the so-called normal foregone tax revenue, let's say it was 15% as opposed to the, to the half tax rate, and consider Ontario rates, which is where these plants are going to be built, you know, that, just simple math, 30 billion at, at a 26.5% federal rate is about $8 billion. Now when you factor in, you know, the lower rate and, uh, you know, the half tax rate, you know, the, the PBO in their November 17th, 2023 report uh, did a costing amount of what it would cost of foregone tax revenues. They estimated it to be $5.8 which is significant. Uh, what I can't figure out is in the Canada Gazette, um, and maybe it'll come to me after I record this podcast, but what I can't figure out is that is the Canada Gazette disclosure says it's going to cost uh, $2.1 now, perhaps that's without provincial tax, I'm not sure, but in any event, that's the disclosure amount, and of course, that's what 
the Wall Street Journal and Blacklocks is, is reporting is a foregone tax revenue of 2.1, but the PBO says it's 5.8 billion. I'll trust the, the PBO a lot more than I'll trust the disclosure in the Canada Gazette. So, so fast forward, you know, is this fair? Go back to my opening story in, in the podcast. Is it fair that, you know, you hand out $10,000 just for being a nice person? Oh, and then the government changes the rules to make it without tax just for you? Is that fair? In my view, no. And frankly, this is, this is a disgusting handout. Now, why would they do this? Why would the government of Canada make it without tax? Well, from what I can glean, apparently there's some tax credit competition in the United States. The government of Canada apparently was trying hard to get these manufacturing plants in Canada. And there's competition from the United States as well. And the way their tax credit system works apparently on these green initiatives is that it would have been without tax. You know, again, I don't understand all the details. I just understand the high level uh, when it comes to that particular issue in the United States. And so to get it over the goal line, apparently, uh, they offered the sweetener of without tax. <laughs> again, I just shake my head because uh, even if I did understand on an intricate basis, you know, the tax credit competition for the United States, I would still hold, I'm confident I would still hold the same opinion that I'm expressing today on this podcast, that that is just simply not appropriate. Um, so, so what, you know, just maybe to, to end this, uh, this podcast, you know, a lot of Canadians, I think their financial literacy needs to be improved. And, you know, I talk to my four sons about this all the time and, and uh, notwithstanding they have an accountant and a tax uh, specialist father, <laughs> you know, it's, it's interesting to see how much they've gleaned from me over the years. You know, they've gleaned some, but they're still learning their ways, as, as all kids do, you know, and, and young adults do. Uh, but $44 billion, I, I would submit that, you know, that, that's what the PBO says that these subsidies are costing us, is $44 billion. The November 17, 2023, uh, report discloses that, including the 5.8 billion. Uh, that, that's a staggering number. Now for most Canadians to get back to, to finish off my thought here, most Canadians I would submit don't really appreciate how much 44 billion is. And if you're actually to try and type it in the average calculator, most calculators won't even allow you to type in 44 billion. <laughs> that's how big it is. You have to get a special calculator um, like the ones that are available online or a scientific calculator in order to even type in 44 billion. So what do you, you know, how much does that represent? And, you know, I drafted a, an article this morning that'll be published in the Financial Post and, and also because I'm a weekly tax contributor to the Financial Post, as many of you know. And, and so you'll see an article on this topic next week on this, which, um, depending, I guess, on when you're listening to this, I'm recording this on February the 16th, 2024. But, you know, what, what is 44 billion? Um, what, what would that represent? So in the article that I'm uh, publishing, you know, I said that would represent about 587 schools uh, to be built. And just roughly assume that construction costs was 75 million. I did the 
a little bit of Google research to see what the average school is. And it seems roughly in that neighborhood, about 75 million. Um, so 587 schools. Uh, say the average hospital, which I think my estimate in this article is, is probably high, uh, but I'm going to say it's about $2 billion per hospital. Well, even, even if that number is high, which maybe it's not, but let's just say it is, that's 22 hospitals that can be built across Canada with, with $44 billion. You know, and road construction um, or road repairs. You know, I just did some quick Google, you know, what does it cost uh, in 2024 dollars? And it looks like roughly about $4 million per kilometer for new road construction, assuming no bridges and, and culverts and things like that. And so you could build 11,000 kilometers of new roads or frankly road repair of existing using that amount of money. Or how many homes could you build, new homes? Like if you say a single family home across Canada, and yes, I know this doesn't apply to Vancouver and Toronto and high, high value markets, but let's just say on average, it, you know, a, a modest single family home would cost about $500,000 per home. Well, you could build 88,000 modest single family homes. That's a lot of homes uh, for 44 billion. Or let's just say the average family of four, let's say it takes $30,000 to feed themselves over, over the year. And so the average family of four, you know, that's 1,467,000 families, which, you know, of four, that's 5.9 million people, could be fed for an entire year using $44 billion. And so, you know, to close, I, I think that's a staggering amount of money. And hopefully you understand it and, and can appreciate how much money that is that is simply handed out to two taxpayers, you know, VW and Stellantis, and to be fair, there's a third one, Northvolt, uh, that's disclosed in the PBO. They received roughly $7 billion, or they will receive roughly $7 billion. But that, that, that's a staggering amount of money that taxpayers, Canadian taxpayers, are, are on the hook for. And the lack of transparency and the tax-free nature of the handouts to VW and Stellantis, and just the sheer dollar amount, that Canadian taxpayers on the hook for, I think is shocking and staggering. And I think Canadians need to be better informed on how their tax dollars are being foolishly thrown away. Uh, in my view, spending $44 billion to produce electric, uh, or sorry, to produce batteries for electric vehicles is a foolish uh, cost. And the lack of fiscal responsibilities in these you know, fairy tale stories, like the one at the beginning of this podcast, uh, you know, it puts all of our futures at risk. So, so there you have it. I hope you enjoyed and learned something. I certainly have learned a lot over the last you know, seven, eight months of this whole fairy tale story coming to reality on the handouts uh, to VW and Stellantis and to Northvolt. Um, I hope we've seen the end of the story. Um, so if you like this podcast uh, and the content, please feel free to subscribe. I'd, I'd, I'd like that. Uh, and also feel free to share it and like it uh, as well. And I'm always open to feedback and comments. So, uh, so thanks very much. Bye now. So there you have it. 
another episode of In the Mood with Kim G.C. Moody podcast. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed doing it. I'm always open to feedback. Please reach out to me at my personal website at kimgcmoody.com. Feel free to sign up to my mailing list for my one-to-one-to-one newsletter where I comment on one comment on taxation, one comment on leadership, and one comment on economic or public policy matters. And feel free to reach out to me on my LinkedIn account as well. Until next time, take care. Bye now.